Hello and welcome to the All About Pigeons podcast. I'm Phil and we got Chris. Today we're going to talk about pigeons as pets, like house pets. And uh, I'll let Chris get into it because I think he has three more house pet pigeons than I do. Yeah. Yes, I have two or three. I definitely have two or three. <laughs> yeah. um, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm at 23. Something like that. Um, I'm not even going to go there. I might sound like the crazy cat lady if I told you how many I really have. <laughs> <laughs> but you did start off with, as um, like when you first got your first pigeon, it was straight up a house pet, right? 100%. 100%. We were looking for a first time we ever considered pigeons. We were wandering through a local store down here. I won't mention the name because I'll probably, I'll probably drop a bomb on them later. But uh, <laughs> I was, I was, um, she saw this Budapest, this big bug-eyed bird and, uh, or a little bird with big bug eyes. And she said, man, uh, I like that bird a lot. And I said, are you kidding me? That's a pigeon. You know, that's, that's what I was thinking. I didn't think nothing of them. It's a pigeon, man. Come on. Nobody, nobody really actually keeps pigeons, do they? Well, I was wrong. I was way wrong. Um, there are a lot more house pigeons than, than I thought. Uh, and they turned out to be pretty cool. They really did. Yeah, and I mean, really, it's a, uh, it goes all the way back, pigeons, you know. I mean, we got a long history with them, and as long as there's written history, there's talks about people keeping pigeons in their house as pets. I mean, they've, they've been doing that for a long time, but it has, like, you've probably noticed it too at some of the club shows we've gone to where, it's not just racer guys and fancy bird guys. There's a lot of people coming to these club shows that are um, people who like pigeons for pets. Yeah, just as pets. Yep. Um, there's but Facebook group pages the, and the pigeons themselves. Right. Oh yeah. I mean that's you know they're they're <laughs> you get the pigeon bug and you know oh, yeah. it's a rabbit. I mean there um, there's one Facebook group I like the the. I mean, there's a couple of them that are specific for pigeons as pets. And, you know, Palomacy is a big rescue one that does um, rehoming of pigeons. There's a couple and there's one in Michigan. And, you know, even the idea of, you know, you can rescue a pigeon, like you can go and, you know, rescue a dog from a shelter or anything like that. So people these rescue pigeons as pets, which is cool. I mean, they, they do make good pets. And um, what I've noticed is that you don't even have to, of course, it's always better if you can get them young and hand feed them and really get that taming and bonding. But, you know, you see people getting older pigeons and within no time, you know, they come around and, you know, they're a great, really affectionate pet to have around. Yeah. Yeah. They, they know who feeds them for sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, as long as, as long as you get a little bit of hands on every day, it doesn't take too long. They come right around. Yeah. Even, and even if they don't, even if they're not like friendly tame, they'll always they'll always greet you looking for that that tasty morsel. Yeah, well, geez, feed is the uh, the brain almost all animals. I mean, that's you know you can you know racing um, racing the pigeons. You know, so much of that is based on feed. I mean, you can really drive a creature to do all kinds of things for feed, and that's you know the yeah. <laughs> On the Facebook group, you know, I'll see a lot of times where people will get an older bird and they'll ask about how can I get this bird to be more affectionate and it's through hand feeding, you know. Yeah. Agree enough that 
it will go up to you even if it kind of thinks you might be a threat and then you know it'll finally start to realize that you're not a threat and that you're actually feed and you know that's when everything really changes and, um, like like your your um your birds that you have your uh mm-hmm. two that came from my house yeah those are absolutely those come from an absolutely wild flock of people yeah completely feral feral in that yeah. term like and um i got it trained where there's no feeder in that loft they got a waterer and they got nestables and don't get me wrong it's a really nice loft but there's no feeder i'm the feeder or i'll send my kids in there with handfuls of you know the food and every time you walk in there man they're all over you you know it's pretty cool it's the uh you turn into the pigeon lady from home alone too real oh, quick that's, that's, that was the first thing that came to my mind Great <laughs> that's the image that's, that's the image that's what it's like you know but it's really cool i mean that's um i'm not gonna be these birds you know they're ferals they're they're they might not be in my house but they're a pet for enjoyment and pleasure you know i'll spend a lot of time out in that loft uh, reading and just hanging out with the birds right. and um you know it's it's not breaking the bank the other thing i was going to say is these are really cheap pets to have they um they eat a tablespoon a day maybe a little uh, bit more that's that's you know what does a dog go through i mean it's you know it, it's not going to break your bank feeding these things um and and the, the really cool thing about as a house pet is and I know, you know, you're, you've got kids that have been exposed to this and all the cool stuff that they can learn from it. I mean, you can teach your kids animal husbandry, the same stuff that a kid growing up on some big ranch with horses and cows. You can teach your kids this with a small cage inside of an apartment. You don't need a bunch. You know, you get all the cool benefits of it. Certainly. Yeah, it's it's a good, it has been a good, uh, so I have, I have two teenage daughters. Uh, one of them's one of them's fixing to start driving, and uh, she told me she wanted a she she wanted to start driving. She wanted to you know me to show her how to drive. She's she's 15 now, and uh, you know one of the things was was I want to make sure you're responsible enough to be able to operate this you know to have responsibility. So right. I, I told her I said you know I'll tell you what I'll give you a shot you. Um, you know, I have, I got probably a hundred pigeons. So what I did was I, uh, I put her, I gave her uh, a chore. She takes, she feeds and waters every morning. And part of that is that she's got to clean the, clean, she gets waters every day. If she doesn't, um, she, uh, well, if she, if she doesn't take care of the animals, um, she gets a little disciplined for that. That's, Mm-hmm. part of you know part of she's a little guidance counseling so to speak but right she, overall she does a, a, a very good job um, yeah. and the birds have thrived because of it uh, you know the clean water and that kind of stuff um, they've really done good but it's good for young people um, and they're a rather docile bird to for for children and and stuff like that to handle um they really can't hurt you you know you get right. slapped in the eye maybe with a, a straight feather <laughs> um that one was kind of rough i got uh, well i did i did shed some blood that one time when i was I, just thinking about that man at that show you got <laughs> yeah you got, that, was, you got that a, was my man. pet bird that's the one yeah. that i started with and she was just you know, like i was her jungle gym you know she yeah 
Yeah. Wasn't yeah. that one guy like she came in for a landing and you know, like hit you in the face or something? Because you had a cut on it on your cheek area. Yeah, she was trying to land on my shoulder and she ended up just crawling up the side of my face and sitting on my head. <laughs> oh, I okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean they're definitely I mean my um well when my my she's three now, but when she was two, my my two year old man, she would hold she loved all my kids love holding the babies, you know, like all babies are cute and um I think you gotta be a pigeon lover to to really recognize the beauty in a baby pigeon at first, I think it kind of scares some people. <laughs> but, uh, you know, they love holding them. And uh, my two-year-old is just, you know, hold baby pigeon, hold baby pigeon. You know, she loves holding them. And, you know, all my kids love holding them, which is great because then that also, you know, it gets all your birds used to being handled and tame. And it's cool when I, uh, when a bird kind of bonds. Like, I, there was, we had a roller pigeon of all breeds that bonded with her and that was our house pigeon for a long time and you know like i said before she could carry that thing by its foot and it would just be happy to be held by her like that bird loved her it um, just thought that was the routine yeah yep yeah because you know i mean kids are kids man like sure. you know they're they're still learning on how to pin their feet back and hold the bird right and stuff and you know but i mean i bet you know any of my kids would be able to hold one of my racers and you know because my racers are also pretty calm because they've been handled a lot and stuff and even right. though they're muscular birds and can probably get out of your hand easily if they wanted to, you know, a three-year-old can't really control that much. But um, you know, these are these are really smart animals. I mean, geez, you could we could do a whole talk just about all the different studies that have been done on pigeons. I mean, it's incredible. Some of the stuff I've read about, they can they'll show pictures of lungs with cancer and lungs without cancer. And the birds can find the ones with cancer and uh, even like one-to-one copied art. And they can pick out the original Monet or original Picasso compared to one that was fake. Um, you know, well, now a lot of the... I can't do. That's superhuman. Oh, <laughs> right. I mean, if it was a feed-based program for me, I'd starve, you know. But yeah, they they able to figure that stuff out. They're one of the few creatures that can recognize themselves in a mirror compared to, you know, there's not really many animals that can do that. So they definitely have an awareness about them. And I think that's like really important when it comes to, you know, picking a pet, you know, you kind of want something that you can engage with and um, play with. And, you know, they're, they're a lot of fun. Oh yeah. I mean, sure. I mean, you got those croppers and uh, I know that they're really into the vocal stuff. And I've seen a lot of the guys that'll, you can just get them going by making the sounds and talking to them and, you know, they get talking back at you. I think that's awesome. Yeah, those uh, those Warbird showcroppers, um, you can you can coo at them and they'll come back at you. Um, yeah. <laughs> I don't know that they're the most friendly pigeons we've got, uh, mm-hmm. but they're they're really neat and they'll interact with you. Uh, Joe, you know, Joe's got Joe's got a bunch of them. That's where I got them from, and mm-hmm. he can. He can coo at him, and he's got one little hen that jumps right up on the perch, and and will sit there and chatter back at him. It, it's <laughs> That's it's awesome. neat. It's it's really yeah. cool. Um, the best ones that I've got for that are gonna, probably going to be the the old frills, the satinets. As pets, yeah. They were they were all the, the stock that I have now um, was all raised by hand. Okay. Uh, so they're awful friendly very tame you can hold them like an ice cream cone you know yeah um, 
they uh they don't mind being handled improperly <laughs> you know they just kind of yeah. take it yeah that's what that's what they know too i mean it's i will say i i, I always love kind of picking one bird out of the babies and just putting all my time into one bird i had a uh, a really cool old german owl a red shield um his name was audubon and i i, I hand raised that thing and from like the first day he was born i'd hold him a little bit every day and then as he got older i would just throw him on my shoulder and go do some stuff in the garden or go work outside and you know and he just he was always used to that and he would you know we'd be outside I remember playing bocce ball and uh he'd be on my hat and he'd fly around and he'd come right back and just chill um that's it's super cool when you can get that opportunity to hand raise from from a baby but i mean like i said before you can get a older bird with kind of a checkered past and you know they'll come around you know it's not like uh oh this pigeon bit somebody so we got to put it down it's never going to be the same you know it's uh right they can really do that but like you're saying about the breeds too um and we had it was a birmingham roller i mean that's an athletic bird you know, right. you know, you think it'd be really twitchy and everything, but it was a great house pet. Like, it really did a good job. Um, I've always been curious about, like, the Hungarian house pigeon. I don't know too much about the history on that. If they really were, like, their name would say out, and, you know, I would imagine that's what it is. But, um, <coughs> like, you were talking about the classic frills as house pigeons, as, yeah. as pets in that sense. Um, is it because of their temperament? Yeah, in my opinion, um, in my opinion, that's it's uh, one of the best suited breeds I've found for a pet. Um, now the owls you mentioned, they're they're pretty cool too. Um, I've got a few here and I really like them. Uh, but the uh, so the frills they have a um, they have a personality that's very specific to that breed. And if you if you look at the standard the description for them. Yeah. I can't remember what the term was that they used, but it's a, it's like a, a, a very outgoing, um, it's, it's got a person, it, well, not a, it's like an outgoing cat. Okay. Once it claims you, you are theirs. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, I don't know. Just the, it, the, the personality of them is, is wonderful. And they're, uh, but they can be, they can be tough to keep around other birds. Okay. They're kind of solitary, if, if, if I gotta be honest. I mean, that kind of sounds like more of the cat trait. Right. Yeah, they're, they're kind of solitary. They can, uh, well, any pigeon could be aggressive, really, I think. Um, yeah. The ones that I haven't seen show any aggression are them gansons so far. They're oh, okay. seeming to be bottom bottom of the totem pole. Uh, huh. They're just real, real cane, real docile kind of birds. They're, you know, their eyes are big. They're built funny, and and they're they're more like a they're like a Persian cat. Okay. <laughs> they got that beauty. Yeah, yeah, it's the beauty, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's you know I love the, I love all the different breeds. I mean there's. I've heard so many different numbers, man. Um, I watched a documentary the other day, really cool one, uh, Share the Blue Sky. And uh, they were they were in Germany at the world's largest pigeon museum. And that guy was saying that there's over 2,000. Now, if we're talking pygmy versions of regular versions and then colors, and then not to mention 
all the weird breeds that we probably don't know about you know like they're saying like there could be a village on some deep mountains in china working on what they consider to be a beautiful pigeon that we've never even seen that breed before so coming back to it just the fact that there's so many different breeds you know if you're kind of getting into it new and you're looking for a pet you can really pick a cool bird i mean whether it's looks or whatever you want to do and uh you know train that thing up and do the whole pirate thing man have that bird on your shoulder and you know really have fun with it yeah that's that's uh it's kind of fun to be able to take a bird outside that you know can fly away it has every every opportunity Mm -hmm. to go and it has it's so you know it's so attached to you it's become so bonded to you that it doesn't go yeah you know even I've had them take off they'll fly around and they'll follow me yeah. um, <laughs> and sit on top of the house wherever I'm standing yeah, your little gargoyles nice but that's 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 super neat once you bonded with and um, so that's another thing that I think is important to know um your first pigeon is going to be the easiest one. Mm, yeah. You know what I mean? It's going to yeah. be once they've paired off with because they bond with you. Mm-hmm. And, and once they pair off with a uh, a bird of the opposite sex, um, that changes things a little. Yeah, that's a different dynamic for sure. Yeah, um, I I really I really have discouraged breeding and and some of my birds because uh, they're not friendly like they used to be. Yeah. I sent I sent a pair of birds of hand raised birds to somebody else's house because I, I don't I didn't like the way they were responding to me after you know after they started breeding. But that's a that's a whole other deal. But yeah. that's one thing that I I think everybody should know. If you intend to get more than one um it's gonna change mm-hmm. you know? yeah the um so right now we have a central asian tumbler is the i mean it was given to my son um we met with a, a really cool guy down in phoenix who flies these things and he gave one uh a, i think it was about a one-year-old hen to my son and this came out of a fly loft that he was flying you know these are these birds are athletes, you know, and, I, and I'm sure that this guy handled his birds and stuff, but not like to the extent that they, that bird gets handled now. And right. it was a little bit flighty at first, never aggressive or anything, but I guarantee you that we can't, we couldn't do the things with it now that we could, you know, like now we can hold that bird on our finger and it'll just sit there all day, put it on your shoulder, whatever. It's super chill. I mean, it's totally a pet now and uh, it's, it, it really adapted well. Um, I know we kind of talked about this before, but, uh, you know, seeing as how we both have house pigeons, um, what would you say is the best thing and the worst thing about a pigeon as a house pet? Well, um, we're not talking about economics. Uh, I think they're just, they're I don't know. It's probably one of the easiest house pets I've ever had. Dogs take a lot of work. Um, they're 
they can be good if you don't have a ton of time to focus on them and they're kind of forgiving they uh you know if if you you take a week where you're like say I'm I'm working early and I'm just putting feed to them and I don't ever stop and say hi to them they're still just as happy with me when I come back and say hi to them you know yeah. um, and that's super cool a dog and a cat they can be hateful <laughs> you know yeah they, the cat holds a grudge well yeah and a dog will crap in your shoe a pigeon will crap <laughs> on everything you love yep that's that's uh that's my most favorite and my least favorite part of them right there in a nutshell <laughs> yeah the uh the droppings you know they'll just you know wherever i built a um a cheap little perch out of scrap wood and i have it set up so that way i can tear off two paper towels and kind of put a hole through that perforated area in the middle you know uh-huh and then I lay that down on the bottom of the perch. And so when it chills on the perch, when I'm done, I just pull that paper towel out, you know, and it's all clean. But yeah, dude, it's, uh, you know, they've, they've, of course, you know, they've got the diapers that you can put on them and they make them with like little tuxedos and stuff. And, you know, it's really cool. And um, I think I told you about that. There was somebody on one of those Pigeons as Pets Facebook group talking about toilet training their pigeons. And I was really interested in that. Um, they're clearly they got the wits about doing it you know it's just a matter of training them and figuring out a way to you know do it with feet so that way you know it sticks but that's that's the one thing I would say is the poop and the molt you know during the molt season man I walk in because our, our cage is in the it's actually in the kitchen area underneath the fridge and uh, I walk in there man it looks like someone had a pillow fight there'll be like the tiny little feathers everywhere and yeah. uh, so that you know, and that doesn't happen all the time. You know, that's the malt or whatever. And, but, uh, I mean, that would be the downfall of it. But, yeah, the, the upside of it is that same here. You know, I mean, I've, you know, had dogs and cats in the house. And we've had reptiles and stuff, too. But this is definitely the easiest and one of the most enjoyable. I mean, it really is cool to just hang out with that bird, you know, while you got a movie on or something or while you're doing stuff, just let it hang out next to you. Because um, they're... They got big personalities, man. I love, I love with our, our little tumbler, you know, just making the coo sounds at it and everything else. And, you know, hearing the kids try to make pigeon sounds, oh, that's funny. Um, <laughs> you know, what, what they think a pigeon sounds like and their imitation of it is really cute. But uh, it's, it's definitely a, a really good animal to have as a house pet, I think. Well, I think um, I'm pulling that. I'm pulling the roller agenda here. I'm, I've been in the car for a while. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I think, you know, one thing about it is if you don't want them to crap almost everywhere, they do like to pick a spot. If you can set them up with perches and stuff where they've mm-hmm. got a spot where they feel comfortable and that kind of stuff, um, that tends to help a, help a lot they don't yeah. wander around so often and the only time I found that they really like to wander around on the floor is if they're hungry yeah if they're looking for something yeah yeah or the or they haven't uh, you know they're not close to their water bowl or something they'll go exploring yeah that's interesting I actually uh, I remember there was a real long thread when this person uh, posted on one of those Facebook groups for the pets was about what kind of cage. And then a lot of people, I mean, a lot of people were like, my pigeon isn't even in a cage. 
My pigeon has a perch here, food and water next to that perch, and man, the house is their own. And like you're saying, most of their droppings, you know, they put like newspapers and stuff down. It's up in that one spot. Like I got this, I got this tiny little like bathroom size window upstairs, and it's got a pretty steep ledge and everything around it. So um, the pigeons love hanging out up there. You know, they've always that's always been like the go-to spot. And um, you know, you got a good view, you got fresh air, sunlight, and uh, you know, it's a bird thing. So they like to be up high too. Yeah, my birds like to be by the window. Yep. <laughs> they like to sit by the window still. Um, some of them haven't been outside because they're just not that kind of a bird. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, that's one thing about about fancy pigeons. Some of them can't even. Some of them can't fly. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. A lot of breeds. <laughs> uh, good enough to defend themselves. Yeah. Um, you know, like that Modena I had. Now, he was cool. Yeah, he could have been a really awesome pet. Um, but um, they're, they just stand around like a little statue. They do nothing. And if it got yeah. loose outside, uh, it could be good. But there, you know, some of them, not all pigeons are created equal. They have changed them a lot. Oh, it's... it's incredible when you think about yeah when you think about you know the rock dove you know the origin just that blue bar looking bird and you know you look at some of these jacobins and um i mean man you know english magpie i mean just the the hungarian house pigeon that pigeon is huge and then you get those valencias i think those really small ones i mean everywhere in between those birds just you know we've really created some or the, the parlor rollers, you know, totally flightless bird. So, I mean, it's, it's pretty incredible the, the road that they've, that they've come thanks to humans breeding. But yeah. It's, that's a, yeah. It's change, I mean, you look at the powders, it doesn't even look like, uh, well, mm. I'll tell you, a satinette, that looks to me, that reminds me of a little tiny cockatoo. Yeah. They totally got a parrot look. Yeah, it looks like a, and I've had people, I've had people come over and they, I show them my pigeon, you know, because I'm proud of her, she's cute, yeah. and uh, they'd be like, what, what, that's a pigeon, for real? <laughs> yeah, and then I've got the, the, the ASRs, yeah. they look like, you know, they, to me, they look like a, uh, they look like a, a a homing pigeon that, that went through Chernobyl or something, you know, they're... Oh, man, yeah. They're, uh... Kind of, like, they've been working out in the yard. They got some yokeness yeah. to them. Yeah, they're they're super, super stout and that kind of stuff. But it's called a, it's called a show racer. It doesn't fly very good. Right. Um, but some of those birds are awesome for pets because if a guy doesn't necessarily keep them on a routine mm-hmm. or have them have them trained to recall you know um, you might want to go chase him down if you do that with a homing pigeon or a feral pigeon or any other yeah. um, good flyer that could end up with some heartbreak yeah and and that kind of makes me you know I want to talk about this too the um, the culling aspect you know there's a lot of with racing and anytime competition gets involved, obviously people are going to take it seriously, you know, and you should, especially, I mean, when it comes to, you know, fa- taking care of your birds and stuff. So 
culling doesn't mean killing it just means removing from your flock and right. so you know a lot of these guys will take birds out because let's say bad colors or whatever you know if it didn't look right even as a baby and these pigeons can go right into someone's house as a great pet you know it's um if you're not looking to get into the heavy showing of it or anything like that if you're really just looking for a pet pigeon you know you know show up to club meetings and stuff and talk to some of these guys and i'm sure that if you know you talk to some serious competitive because they're always going to be selecting their birds and they're always going to be getting rid of what they don't consider to be that standard that they're looking for and oh, ab- a pigeon absolutely yeah yeah well that's that's the thing about the any kind all that stuff when you're producing that kind of stuff not everything is perfect not everything you you can't uh, like the uh, oh what is it so I posted a uh, a satinette up um, I'm unfortunately my satinettes are not color correct they're never going to be showbirds but I still think they're beautiful birds and uh, they make wonderful pets so I'm I bred a couple of them and when when I when I posted it up, um, it was uh, you know I, I posted it up as a pet quality bird. This this bird is not correct for show, um, but it will make somebody a fantastic pet. Yeah. Um, and you know it. Those are still desirable too. Um, yeah. Not everybody wants to show. Uh, heck, I even had those board birds. You know, they're they're probably never gonna. I mean, I might get lucky and get one that's got the right colors and stuff. Oh yeah, you never know. Genetics are wild. Sure. Yeah. I mean, it's absolutely possible. But uh, that's not a that's those those birds are not a not specimens that you would choose for a breeding uh, program. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you, I could get, you know, I could get a blackbird out of those. Um, <laughs> You know, you never know. It could come out yeah. any color because that's just how the the colors work. But um, awesome pets, you know. When for sure, don't be afraid to grab up something that's uh, you know might not be show quality as long as it's healthy. My two yeah. my two biggest my two biggest things are condition and quality. Yeah. Um, you know, overall health uh, got to be there because it got to yeah. be healthy. I won't take. I won't. I just can't. Say, I won't take the risk of having a shabby. You know. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, especially if you got other birds at home, you don't want to risk getting a virus or anything like that coming through your lofts. I mean, that's exactly it. That's not worth it. You know, it isn't. Um, I've you know, in some of these rescues, I will say I've noticed a pretty big theme among a lot of rescues. Like, there's one over. There's a couple in Cali, but the one in Southern Cali I've looked at before. They get a lot of these. I mean, it's sad, but it's kind of funny. But someone must have done like a white bird release with king pigeons because they had a whole bunch of king pigeons. You know, I'm guessing that these guys just bought a bunch and just released them or whatever. But, you know, that's pretty sad, honestly. But like those birds, they might not be in good health, but that's just because they're physically wasted. You know, they'll come back from that. Um, You know, you definitely don't want someone to, you know, hey, I got a free bird. It's coughing and sneezing and, you know, it's it's actively sick. You know, that's, you know, if you only got one bird and you can take the time to nurse it back, then, you know, hey, man, congratulations. That's awesome. 
of course, you know, but yeah, you really got to be careful about bringing other birds in um, if you have other birds already at your place. But um, I, I personally like, you know, just, yeah, you know, kind of one bird to one person and, you know, everyone kind of gets that bond with each one and because the dynamic changes a lot, you know, birds are totally social and, uh, you know, you bring another one in and it'll change just like people, you know? Yeah. And yeah, because w- what happens is they pair off, they bond to you. Like that one, that one first one I got, she was in love with me. She was yeah. laying eggs. She was laying eggs. She, she'd snuggle with me for a day or two and then she'd go lay eggs. Yeah. And it was, it was wild. And I was talking to a friend and he said, yep, that bird loves you. She thinks she's <laughs> going to, she's, you're going to be the daddy. I said, well, that's, that's kind of weird. Let's go get her in the, let's go get her a boyfriend. <laughs> oh. I mean that uh, that roller I told you about, man. He would do his dance. I'd put him up on the counter, and my little girl V, man, she'd sit up on the counter while I'm cooking, and he's doing the dance for her. You know, he was in love with her. It was sweet, you know. Um, and yeah, pigeons are proud of their dance, man. That's uh, <laughs> oh, you know, they they take that serious. But well, we've been talking for a while about pigeons as pets, and we could keep going down different rabbit holes with it. Um, but I think we covered a lot of pretty good points, and. Uh, Man, you know, thanks for thanks for taking the time today and and chatting it up with me about this. And we'll have to we'll have to go down another rabbit hole with this again. For sure. Next time we're gonna talk about uh, why pigeons are smarter than people, right? Oh, geez, that's that'll be a pretty quick one. What I mean, it's <laughs> it'd be easy. Yeah, it'd be good. It'll be good. All right, man. Well, thanks, Chris, and uh, we'll talk again soon. Yeah, later, buddy.